You know, tonight as we're here, I've been thinking about all day. I've had uh, the Mount of Transfiguration on mind. And you know what? Uh, Heather, we sit and, and we think about the Mount of Transfiguration, how that when Jesus took the disciples up on that mount and how that uh, he took Peter, James, and John up there and uh, how the, you know, whenever they got up there, all of a sudden Jesus was transfigured into his glory and, and Moses was there and Elisha was there, uh, uh, Elisha, and how that whenever, uh, uh, you know, whenever they was coming down the mountain, uh, uh, could you imagine of seeing the glory of God? Uh, uh, the glory and the power uh, uh, being magnified and uh, uh, the, how the, uh, he was transfigured in the, uh, in the world. Uh, the Bible says, for I has not seen God. Uh, uh, the, the, nobody has seen God and lived. And how the, uh, uh, Moses desired to see God and how the, uh, the God let him see the hinder parts uh, and and how that whenever uh, how that we sit here and think about whenever uh, Peter uh, and them saw Jesus being transfigured in his glory, uh, uh, sat there and they talked uh, and everything when they was coming down the mountain, uh, uh, Peter was all excited and, and he looked at Jesus and he said, uh, he said, Jesus, he says, I want to build a temple. I want to build one for you and I want to build one for Moses and I want to build one for Elias. And then all of a sudden, God, I love the scriptures. Whenever God heard that, and see God is an all-seeing eye, an all-seeing God, and an all-hearing God. God knows what is going on in our lives, our hearts, our understanding. He knows tonight about everything that we think of, everything, all our hearts cry. He knows what is going on in us, and He's listening. You know why He's listening? Because he wants to help. That is our God. Heather, we can see that, that whenever we see him, whenever we meet Jesus, we can find ourselves being transformed into something new. Because we see God when we meet him, it's just like Saul. Whenever he was on the road to Damascus, how that, how that, that light shined down around Saul. And how he fell to his knees, the Bible says. And he called out, the Lord, you know what? How Jesus says, it's hard for me to kick against the pricks. You know what? God is, he knows our, our hearts and our prayers. And there's no doubt in my mind that people was praying for Saul. And God moved upon Saul to Damascus and as that light shined down around him and, and all of a sudden this Jesus. Saul was a very intelligent man, a man that was taught very well. A man that knowed uh, the, the scripture and how that uh, I believe he knowed who God was and how, the, how the, but God wasn't real. In our lives today, whenever God makes something real in us and how that uh, He changes our hearts and changes our minds, uh, He transforms us uh, into a, a, uh, a person 
that will work for him. Uh, he transforms us into something uh, just kind of like Peter. Whenever Peter saw uh, uh, Jesus, uh, he got so excited. And when they was coming down the mountain, uh, he said, Jesus, I want to build a temple for you. Uh, you know what? Uh, tonight uh, is time uh, that we look around and see uh, in this life that we're living. Uh, you know what? Uh, now that he is real in our lives and in our hearts, uh, I want to know something. Uh, have we made a temple for God? The Bible says that this body, in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19, says what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you? which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. For ye are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. You know what, uh, Heather, as we are here tonight, and as the Bible says that, that as he has done so much for us. He has given us his life and he's given us a fresh start, a new start. He's given us a, a, a second chance to life that, that we can have peace and glory and we can have the, an everlasting hope and we can have hope that, that this world does not have. Hope that we have never dreamed about before. That church, and that we have so much in store for us. And how what God has done in our lives and in our hearts as he has worked miracles and mighty signs and wonders as he's done the, as he's moved mountains in our lives as we all we can all think about things that he has done for us I got things that, that I can look and I can see that God and you know what and that, that I am excited to know that God has saved my soul and now that and one day that I said God I want to build you a temple I want to build you something I want to build you something that is rich and pure. I want to build you something that is, that is holy and without, and without spot, without blemish. I want to build you something that sin no longer rests inside. I want to give you my body as a holy sacrifice. I want to give you the temple of this body and knowing that he has bought it. He has paid for it. He's given his life that I can have hope. And that we ought to want to give something back. How many of us want to, want to build God something? How many of us want to give something back to him? And the one that has given his life for us. So now that we can say, God, Lord, I'm not much, but I want to do something for you. That's what Peter was so excited about. Yeah, he said, I want to build one for Moses. I want to build one for Elias. But all of a sudden, God thundered out of heaven. He said, this is my son whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. And you know what? As Jesus was trying to tell him, he was just excited because he got to see the glory of God. They got to see the moving of God, which we get to see every day. We get to see the power and the hand of God upon our lives. Whenever we drive down the road, we know that God's hand 
We know that God's hand is upon us uh, and knowing that he is in control. He's the all-seeing eye and the all-hearing ear. He knows everything. He knows our hearts cry. Now that we give this body to be a living sacrifice, is Romans chapter uh, chapter twelve. Romans chapter twelve, verse one. It says, "I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice." holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. We got a God that has given everything to us. And now God says, you know what your reasonable service to me is? Hey, you build me a temple. And you build me something that I can dwell in. And you know what? It's God's Holy Spirit. And it'll come down inside of us. And when we pray, it's Him. It's His Holy Spirit. When we know not what to pray, and through the uh, through the utterings uh, and, and yearnings, uh, that the Holy Spirit will begin to pray in our lives. And, uh, and, uh, and you know what? It's God that works inside of us. It's not us, and we're not willing to give God another body, and we're not willing to give God and build God a temple. And that he can dwell in. How can anybody be saved? How can we live a Christian life? How can we how can we be a light into this world? If there's sin that dwells in this body, if, if there's sin that remains in our life, God cannot dwell in an unclean vessel. So in life today, that that now that we know what God is doing. We know that what He has done for us. We, and we see all the power of God as each and every one of us uh, can say, hey, I know something that God has done for me. And he has done a mighty work in my life. And now I want to build something for Him. I want to build a temple that will make Him proud. I want to build a temple that He'll come in and He'll sup with us. He'll be with us. He'll walk with us in the cool of the day. He'll walk hey, whenever we give up, lay down at night and whenever we get up in the morning and we say, thank you, God. And that God will come down and sit right beside us. He says, hey, I'm yours. He has given us so much that He wants a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. I like that tonight. I like that knowing that, that without a shadow of a doubt that God has done something for me. You know, I want you to think about whenever Jesus was in, how they went into the temple. And we all know the scripture about whenever Jesus made the whip, how he went into the temple and how he saw all the merchants, how he saw all the merchandise. I want you to stop and think about this. He went into the temple at God's house and he saw it cluttered up. He saw the wickedness of people making their great gain. He saw the people being lovers of the 
flesh, the more the lovers of God, how they bring the ugliness, how they bring the sin, how they brought it right into the temple. Well, you know what? And they begin to make a whip. And he said that my house, and my father's house, is the house of God. It's not to be made to den of thieves. A church, and you don't want this body that we sing about, about making a holy sacrifice, about giving God all of it. It's time that we clean it out because God can't live in an unclean vessel. It's time that pain. It's time we clean this old body out. Well, you know what God is going to do one day? He's going to get a whip. You know what? I like that. And you think about whatever the, whatever the Holy Spirit conviction gets on you. And you start getting beat. And you start getting whipped. And the heart starts hurting a little bit. You know what? That's God. You know what? Saying this is my house. This is a house that I bled and died for. This is a house that I paid for. And this old body, I want you to know that you're alive. And there's so many people out there and that's out there wicked and ugly and doing things that they would never do because they are demon possessed. But you know what? God has prepared you. He, the Bible says he's predestined. He's ordained. He's given, he, he's given you an appointed time. He's given you the grace and the opportunity to be able to be within the hearing of this message. Within, within, within hearing and seeing of the Bible, knowing what God thinks of us, and knowing what God wants in our lives, and is our reasonable service at the Bible temple, and then we give him it all, because there's too many times, if there is sin in our lives, we have made the house of God that he has built that he has made and created, that he has ordained and predestined of the one that he has given us all grace and glory and how and whenever he walked by, oh, how whenever one day we was like the valley of the dry bones and full and it was everywhere. And the Bible says God has to he asked Ezekiel, uh, he said, can these bones live? And Ezekiel said, Lord, you know these bones can live. He said, prophesy unto the bones. And when, hey, you know what? And all them bones came together and the meat and the sinew had begun to come back on them. But they were still dry bones. And they were still dead. They still a lifeless person. But the breath of God had come upon and breathed over the valley and Life went into the heart in our lives today. That God is willing and ready to put the breath of life in us. And that we have become the holy. And that this body is no longer a den of things. But it is fit for the king. It's time that the temple of God return. Oh, that this body will return back to being the temple of God. Whew. Psalms chapter 1, 1 through 3 says, Why do the heathens rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves 
And the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break. I'm sorry, I'm in chapter 2. That's a good one, too. In chapter 1, Psalms chapter 1. Said, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doeth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not weather, wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. You know what? In our lives today, I, I, I hope we get this. Uh, the word says, his delight is in the law of the Lord. Our delight, once we give on our life back to being the temple of God, we give it our life back. Uh, we sit here so many, and uh, there is kids, uh, and there is adults uh, that walk in the church, uh, and uh, they don't feel the conviction. Uh, they don't feel the power. Uh, because too many times uh, that our lives uh, is still a den of thieves. But God says that now once we give our life to be to be His, once we give our heart and our life and our, our body back to being a reasonable sacrifice, a reasonable service for Him, it says, and He shall be a tree planted by the wall, by the rivers of water. You know what that means? When we give our life to the Lord, Whenever the sin is out and we've been swept and cleaned and, and the Holy Spirit has been, been with inside of us, that now we become a tree planted by the water. We became something firm. How, the, how that tree has to have some deep root. That tree is solid and, and firm in the ground because by it's by the still by the rivers of water. You know what? If that tree don't have a deep root, guess what's happening? Whenever that water keeps washing by, one day that tree's going to fall over. But not us because our delight is in the Lord and we're meditating in his his word night and day it says that bringeth forth his fruit in his season his leaf also shall not weather and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper you know what as we tonight as we're here there has been something very special happening to each and every one of our lives. You know what? Regardless of whether we're saved or we're not, something very special and something very important has happened in our life. His name is Jesus. One day that he was given his life, he saw that we had a need. One day that, that he saw that we was going to have had no hope. That we had no strength of our own. That we had nothing but he, because he loved us so much. He gave his life that we can, we can have peace and joy. That we can have life everlasting. That he, he gave his life 
blood for us. And then now that we can be made whole. And that is something that's so special. It's just hearing the word of God read. It's just hearing, just hearing the message. Holding the word in our hand. And knowing that it's every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. It's every word that can bring us life and peace and joy and strength and everlasting life. And then we have no hope without it. So something very special. So this body that we have, that he has given us, I ask you, let's make it, let's transform this body. How many of us want to build something for God? How many of us have that desire? You know what? If we don't have a desire to build for God, to build for Him a message and a light in our lives today, you know what? We're still full of dead men's bones. And you know what? There's still sin in our temple. And we ain't ready to turn and make, a, make something pure and clean. If we're not ready for that, I ask, let's get excited for the Lord. What more do we have to get excited for in this world? Everything that we have is going to pass away. Everything we have is going to be done one day. This body is a, to be a living sacrifice. It's to be cleaned out. It's to be set apart. It's to be holy. It's to be true. It's to be set apart for God and His work and His glory. Too many times we uh, we don't set it apart like we ought to. Uh, too many times we uh, this temple uh, that, that we put uh, uh, what we want uh, in front of it. Uh, but the Bible says uh, in His time, in His season, His leaves uh, will be for His glory. It's all about Him and in His glory tonight. Let's let God have His way tonight. Let's let Him have His way in our hearts and in our lives. Tonight as we're here, He's given us a very special opportunity that we can be here